1: A SWAT analysis of VGK's opponent, scouting the Panthers, their strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. We break it all down today, heading into the Stanley Cup Final. Coming up ahead, right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Hi, again, everyone. Tony Credasco, along with uh, Chris Golick, let's come to uh, we come to you from Las Vegas. Home of the Western Conference champion Vegas Golden Knights. Yes, you can find us on Twitter at LockdownVGK, at Tony Dasco, at TD Chris G. The reason why I messed up your name was because I was laughing. You don't like the SWOT analysis, but we'll get into that. You always gotta
0: catch me off guard with these things every now and then, so it's it's, it's pretty funny.
1: <laughs> you could find us on YouTube, Lockdown VGK, Lockdown Golden Knights. That is, and please subscribe there. We are brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of lockdown. Make every moment more. Visit fanDuel.com slash lockdown today and get started. So, as I frequently do in my marketing realm, if you will, uh, you like that, huh? Okay. Um, so, So, Chris, what I do is I typically, for companies and for brands, I do SWOT analysis where I break down strengths, weaknesses, opportunities. And threats, SWAT. And I thought that this might be a decent way to maybe break down the Florida Panthers and then how VGK can counter some of these areas. So can we start I off with strengths? I
0: feel like I'm back in like the corporate work area. Why don't you just – I'm going to log off. You just handle this one, and uh, I'm going to grab a beer. You, you'd figure this one I don't yourself. have a
1: PowerPoint to present, though.
0: Strengths. So
1: Florida's a team that is playing very loose. Um, they're getting great goaltending, as we spoke about yesterday, from Sergei Bobrovsky. And then they're getting timely goals from Matthew Kachuk, uh, from um, Alexander Barkov, from um, Carter Verhage. I mean, a lot of players are stepping up at key moments of time. Uh, what really stands out when you talk about the momentum of the Panthers, in the first round, they defeat Boston. And the Bruins finished 43 points, 43 points ahead of the Panthers. The second round, they finished 19 points behind Toronto and they disposed of the Maple Leafs. And then the third round, uh, you saw where Florida finished 21 points during the regular season behind Carolina and they swept the Canes. So I guess that one of their strengths would have to be momentum and confidence and how could VGK take away some of that confidence of the Florida Panthers?
0: Um, I mean, you're not going to take the confidence away unless you, you know, score first, score often and uh, give them some doubt. I mean, when is the last time? OK, so this is interesting. We can have a parallel to Boston, first of all, here. When was the last time Boston felt any pressure this season? Not to take a shot, but Cassidy and the Vegas Golden Knights, but that might have been the only time since the season started where the Bruins felt any pressure. They wanted to, you know, they gave Cassidy a nice welcome back, but they wanted to beat the Golden Knights and they wanted to beat their old coach the same way the Golden Knights wanted to beat Pete Tabor and his welcome back Knights. Outside of that, there was not much pressure. So let's go to the Florida Panthers for a second. They come in as the 8th seed. They're supposed to get crushed by the Bruins, right? Well, that's not how it goes. They win and they advance. Okay. They're on house money. They're playing loose and free. They got nothing to lose, right? Then here comes the we want Florida chance, right? We want Florida. And well, Toronto's gone in, uh, in five. Okay. Again, not much stress that series for, for the, the Florida Panthers. So let's go to the next series. They sweep the Hurricanes. Yes, it was a close series and all that, but they sweep them. So they haven't played a lot of high-pressure games, and that's that's a credit to them as much as it could possibly be a way to beat them. They're going to feel pressure this series. They're going to feel pressure from trying to get their legs under them in the first period after a long layoff. They're going to feel pressure um they don't have a whole lot of players with the uh, Stanley Cup pedigree like the golden knights there was um we highlighted this on one of our shows maybe uh two or three weeks ago about the amount of players who have Stanley Cup appearances Stanley Cup victories and VGK was going away uh, as far as i think the final four teams they had much more experience so that's going to create pressure for florida so that's where VGK has to find ways to use their experience Parlayed, if you will, with the long layoff to, you know, really get a quick strike on Florida. And for the first time in maybe two and a half, three weeks, make Florida feel some pressure, make them feel some doubts. And not that they can't respond, but I'd rather them, you know, feeling a little bit of doubt after game one, or at least after the first period, versus all high and mighty as they should feel coming into the Stanley Cup final, given how well they've been playing.
1: Another strength of the Florida Panthers, their four check. And I go back to the second meeting, Chris, against VGK, where uh, Paul Maurice had said at the time, I recall them saying that his team was doing too much East-West skating. And then in the third period, they really started to lay it on the VGK. They won that game 2-1, to uh, not going away by any means. And they got some great goaltending by Bobrovsky uh, in that contest. But again, they won the board battles. Uh, They were quicker to the puck. And the four check is one of the strengths, I think, of this Florida team. And they like to play uh, from the goal line uh, coming in in front of the net. And they're very strong in the slot area in the slot area as well.
0: That game, we're going back to the March, the seventh game where VGK played in Florida, lost two to one. Like you said, VGK had just beaten Carolina, New Jersey, They
1: had a three, a three game, winning Montreal streak, right? last
0: three game winning streak. And, then and they their got first
1: won- of five games on the road. Right.
0: Yeah. And then they won the last four, which was amazing after that. And then they, then they came back and got crushed by Calgary. Another story for another time, um, but you know, like they had a full day off in Florida and that was the one thing that I said uh, going into it was South beach was Miami going to be our, you know, our um, Vegas flu, so to speak for the boys. <laughs> right. And Bruce Cassidy led uh, the train on the beach there. I mean, he definitely, uh, he had some Miami flu going as we saw by that, uh, you know, that it's wasn't that, that was not a spray tan. That definitely oh, was not a spray tan. No, he fell asleep good in the, by the pool or in the beach yep. or or playing something. golf. Yeah, playing exactly. Golf. Exactly. But like I do remember that game and Wabrowski was very good in that game. Uh, what were the shots like? Did we like it just didn't feel like much was happening? We only got 23 shots on goal that game and it just didn't feel Wabrowski makes 31 saves for Panthers and win against Golden Knights. Okay, this is weird.
1: But I think it was forty saves for Hill. Was right, but
0: here, hold on. It's Was that right? So th- no, yes and no. So according to the NHL network, right there, there it is. Okay. You can't see it too well with the way my camera is, but it says VGK had twenty-three shots. But yeah. makes thirty-one saves for Panthers and win against Knights. It was thirty-one though. That Hill stops forty for Vegas. So the 40, Panthers yeah. had thirty the Panthers are thirty-four shots on goal, according to the other according to the 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 score sheet right there so point is the NHL network and maybe an early WTF they're screwed up in all sorts right they have when you search Aiden Hill in um on the NHL network for stats and stuff there's a beautiful picture of him as an Arizona Coyote and now they can't even get their stats right for a game that happened between the two Stanley Cup contenders like come on angel.com so WTW what the Wednesday okay
1: uh it is Wednesday night, and this is Thursday show, just to get it straight. And tomorrow, Whatever. of course, is Whatever. WTF, what, the Friday? Physicality, another strength of Ooh. the Florida Panthers. And you texted me earlier today, and I was watching uh, the series there where... Okay, uh, you're not Rat talking God about God the other God. text, good. No, 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 not the other text. That was X-ray. No, that was R-rated. Uh, right. Ratko Gudis, uh, 312 hits this season, second in the league. And then we saw in that last series, poor Seth Jarvis got drilled <laughs> into the boards. I mean, you had better keep your head on a swivel when it comes to watching uh, Ratko Gudis any time that he's on the ice.
0: He um, He's a tank, and I think my exact text was the dude's going to kill somebody this series, if I have well, to, be that's frank. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he is, you know, he's, he is going to make. I was in, my, in the article I was writing, say that'll be coming out for um, Inside the Rink tomorrow. Um, I was writing about Judas and or Rukas. Like, I'm sorry, you were writing, not,
1: you wrote. The, you wrote a story,
0: I did write a story, yeah, okay. Are you going to yeah.
1: post it tomorrow, too? Yeah, us? it'll get
0: posted. It'll get posted. Um, I, I do have clearance from lockdown to talk about this. So that's a good thing. Um, okay. Radco Gudis. And forgive me, Florida Panthers. Awesome, I was not awesome. taking you. Yeah, thank you. Um I was not taking a shot there. I just legitimately forgot his little name. Side there, so, little yeah. side gig. Little well, side gig. Yeah, little. Is that the S in? Never mind. It's my side piece, Tony. It's my side piece. So <laughs> yeah. um, back to. Physicality, back, physicality. Yes. Back to Radko Gudis. Gudis I'm sorry guys I'm not doing this on purpose Fuller fans I promise I'm not doing this on purpose Radko Gudis and I'll tell you right now by the end of the series by the end of the first period I'm gonna know the new the dude's name very well because he's going to be possibly public enemy number two behind Matt Kachuk and I mean that almost as a term of endearment because I love the way the guy plays I've mm-hmm. loved, watching I loved watching him I've loved watching him all the way through and just there's something about just when he's on the ice, it's just, you know, something fun is going to happen. And unfortunately it's not going to be fun in about 67, 65, 63 hours from now watching him. You know, it's like my, my love affair for Connor McDavid, right? Well, we put that aside obviously when Edmondson came to town and now, now we're back on speaking terms again, I'm going to have the same level of enjoyment for watching him this series. And, you know, you really have to wonder if he is going to wear down the BGK forwards Um, winning hurts, right? We hear about this all the time. That's the big t-shirt that you're seeing in the locker room after the games and everything. He is going to make winning hurts if we, or losing hurt even worse, I guess, depending on how you want to look at it. And you know, Mark stone, this guy is going to chop down Mark stone more worse than anything he's faced in the, in the, in the playoffs so far. Um, You know, William Carlson, can William Carlson, you know, get a comfortable spot in the slot with them? I know you're going to jump on that. March is so give it back to him. But at the end of the day, March is so, you know, he'll flick him aside just by basically on the size disadvantage. So, you know, he's going to be very tough to get inside against. And the hope is uh, that VGK finds a way. And I mean, there's, there's some opportunity there with him. And we will highlight that in our next segment or whenever we talk about strengths and stuff like that, because no, this it's is not strengths. all
1: next one is weaknesses.
0: Okay. But, the, but I, I'm looking for a VG, but for a VGK strength in this.
1: Okay. So we could come out of their weaknesses. Uh, one other strength yes, here yes. in the effort of time here, uh, coaching. Alrighty. I think. Yeah. Already. Exactly. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, I believe that Paul Maurice is a strength, you know, he's a good coach and he's not going to make some bonehead moves. I think he will benefit from his good friend, Pete DeBoer, helping him to game plan. I hope so. I hope so.
0: (laughs) I mean, you'd like
1: that one. Yeah. Especially with that leaky defense. Uh, But it's crazy because you go back and Maurice lost to VGK in 2018 in the WCF. And it's so funny because Maurice goes from the West coast to the East coast. And Cassidy comes from the East. And, he moves West to Las Vegas. So, and Cassidy, you know, apparently feels as though he he knows all the, the talent and the teams from the East. And so this is going to be a good matchup, I believe, of coaching. And I think that Maurice is a strength behind the bench. And Hey, I mean, he's got this team buzzing and playing well. You don't so, like that strength.
0: No, I do. But, You know, I've always kind of thought I'm not saying he's stronger
1: than Cassidy. I just think Maurice is a good coach that's going to get a lot out of his players and knows when to get under their skin and when to tell them to pick it up.
0: Okay, I'm going to read you his history going back to 95 when he was leading the Hartford Whalers. I know.
1: And that's another thing that gives him clout. A coach of the Hartford Whalers, the whale. (laughs)
0: It's pretty cool actually all right, right well. out of playoffs out of playoffs out of playoffs lost in round one out of playoffs lost in round one lost in finals but i think they got swept if i'm not mistaken that series uh that was when he was with the hurricanes 010102 after that out of playoffs it looks like he uh something happened didn't say anything at, for next season lost in round one out of playoffs out of playoffs lost in round three in 0809 out of playoffs, out of playoffs, lost in round one when he apparently coached the mag gorsork Metallberg I don't know what happened there, but whatever. Um, and then now Winnipeg Jets starting in 13-14, out of playoffs, lost in round one, out of playoffs, out of playoffs, lost in round three in 27-18 to the Vegas Golden Knights. We'll talk okay. about that in a second. Lost in round one, bubble lost in the qualifying round, lost in round two, out of playoffs, and then obviously now with Florida uh, he has won three rounds. So, dude's been around the block. We can and definitely. They were, they were calling for his
1: job back, you know, in November, December. Uh, there are a lot of articles calling for his job. Uh, before we go to a break, uh, this is a team. I think that this is a strength, although this is a really good matchup. Again, I like the dynamics between when you talk about special teams. You have a Panthers team, Chris, that takes a lot of penalties versus a team that doesn't commit very many penalties so that will be an intriguing matchup too but i think that that is a strength uh, because vgk has done remarkable work in five on five but you know a man down not so well
0: true and you know that's something that vegas needs to continue with um you know their penalty kill is okay and they, they haven't been on the ice that much so that's why some of the numbers might be skewed a little bit and of course uh You know, that series against Edmonton is going to skew anyone's numbers. I wonder if you do take away the Edmonton goals and all that, where their penalty kill percentage would lie. That would be um, an interesting thing if I felt like putting the research in, but I honestly don't. But point being is – um, The penalty kill for Vegas always has been somewhat decent. We haven't seen, I don't think we've seen a power kill goal yet between Riley Smith and uh, your favorite, William Carlson. So maybe we have got we one seen of those any shot
1: passes in the playoffs. Yeah, I shot, seen... shot passes. Shot I think passes, I saw exactly. one or two. Yeah. In the it was a good playoffs. stick. It
0: was a good stick too. That led to that, Tony.
1: And there are a lot of twigs on the ice as well. <laughs> Coming up next, uh, we've got our SWOT analysis continuing here with the look at the opponent and the weaknesses of the Panthers. That's all I had right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs, because right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not win. And some of the things that we really like about FanDuel, great promotions each and every day, a safe and secure app and you can get paid instantly there's no better place the again for the playoff action the nba plus the nhl of course uh then america's number one sports book visit fanduel.com slash lockdown and get a no sweat first bet up to a thousand dollars that's fanduel.com slash on fanduel the official sports betting partner of the national basketball association Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golic from Las Vegas. We appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day. And because you do, just unbelievable numbers uh, for the past month. We definitely appreciate all of you out there uh, that make this a priority each and every day uh, to listen to Chris Golic and the other guy. Uh, and then don't forget coming up on Friday. It's what the Friday on Saturday, a special crossover edition and I'm sure we'll have much, much more uh, coming up here as we continue with the Stanley Cup final. But we're taking a look at our SWOT analysis. We started off with the S, the S word strength, uh, the strengths. And now we're going to advance to the W. If you are following along at at home, the W uh, weaknesses of the Panthers. Um, rest versus rust is at the top of the list. I think, to, uh, you know, to me, it uh, will have been nine days, Chris, Uh, between games for the Panthers beneficial perhaps for Sergei Bobrovsky who had an illness earlier this season he had a lower body injury he started off slow and I think that it will perhaps benefit him the most but how do you feel about rest versus rust in this series is that a weakness uh, that they might come out very rusty against VGK on Saturday
0: Stats and trends, and especially weird betting trends, really don't mean a whole lot to me. But once I found out that the team who has had more rest in the last 10 Stanley Cup Finals, the team that's had more rest is one and nine, meaning only one in the last 10 years, the team that's had more rest has actually won the Stanley Cup. Vegas has less rest. They're coming off like a basically a traditional... I mean, you have some four-day breaks in the regular season, not too many. This is basically a bye week for the VGK as far as how many days they'll go without playing a game where this is nearly a two-week break for the Florida Panthers, and that's definitely going to be a weakness for the Panthers and something the Vegas Golden Knights can capitalize on. Um, Is it going to benefit Browrowski? I don't know. Um, As far as his health, sure, but – timing and getting, you know, he has to get back to game speed right away and you cannot replicate game speed. You can't. And in the, in the playoffs, you don't practice a lot as it is. So this is a weird time for the Florida Panthers and you're going to have all the hoopla that goes on with game one and everything, and they're going to come ready to play. There's no doubt about that. It will take time to get their legs under them though.
1: I want to continue with weaknesses and Bobrovsky because he could revert back to the way he played earlier Um, He did allow 17 goals against Boston, 17 goals in less than five games. And he could revert back to that old form. And uh, the NHL.com today had a story that said six of seven, six of the 17 Bruins shots um, that were goals were high blocker side. So that's where VGK has to uh, aim Carolina four goals of the six high blocker side vgk needs to aim high i think that that will be a key and i think that that's one of the areas that vgk one of the weaknesses that they have to exploit
0: line four i think i want to talk about right now for the florida panthers looking at their stats and stuff we're looking at ryan lumberg eric Stahl, colin weitz uh starting and we'll compare with our line four as well here i'll try to keep the microphones. so we get a weird echo going on here uh ryan lumberg is let's see here. No, 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 no. He had a, had he had a goal. Here. He
1: had the winning goal, I think in uh, that game in Florida,
0: he I did, believe. but that was the only goal he has of these All Stanley, season. of the, I mean, he's no. played, he's played eight games in the Stanley cup playoffs. He's got one goal. Yeah. Um, Eric stall, three points. He's a minus four. Now he's probably getting a lot of responsibility playing against the other team's best players, but still, um, and then Colin White is the other player on that line. And uh, Colin White is a minus four with just two assists. So now let's compare with the VGK line for, which is kind of weird. But, um, you know, it, we can even talk about Howden, two in this. But Nick, uh, Wai, nine- got
1: it was got to start. He's got to start. They had a different kind of energy and jump.
0: He has yes. to be the starter on line four. Uh, I'm, I'm with you. He's got nine assists. Now, part of that's from his time up with line two, but still, he's uh, he's contributing at a very high level. Even if Howden is on line four at some point, that's six points, he's a plus four. Keegan Colasar, he's got two goals and three assists uh, plus one. And, and then well, uh, Carrier Carrier, has, he's two and two he's and, he's, what, and uh, he's even
1: two backhanded goals, that's right? When you yeah, know things are going great on the backhand. So,
0: ball. you know, you look at that and even the matchup of line three to line four um is very similar as well. As far as I mean, you know, Mark Stone, Sam Reinhardt. I mean, OK, Stone currently has 15 points, only a plus three for Mark Stone, which that's kind of interesting, but still 15 points versus uh Reinhardt who has 11 points plus one so it's similar Anton Lundell, the rookie mm. um or at least he has a recent rookie card so I don't know if he's still a rookie or not but still he's a younger player who's gonna have a big responsibility he's got one goal and seven assists versus Chandler Stevenson eight and six 14 points uh uh Lustarian yeah Lustarian pardon me said that the wrong way I haven't done yeah. enough research He'll be back,
1: here by the way he was out he got injured in the Carolina series but he's Fine. Looks like yeah,
0: I mean looking at his game is played he's been he's been in uh, he's only five points and in a plus four so that right there folks, on top of the goalies on top of the coaching matchup, really it's going to be a series of the bottom six I mean goalie versus goalie hill versus babrowski that's the first thing to watch Maurice versus Cassidy and the adjustments, yes, but really the biggest strength that the Vegas Golden Knights may possess is the bottom six which will in turn is be the weakness. biggest weakness for Fourth. the Florida Panthers it's a for weakness Florida. by virtue of strength for the Golden Knights and if the Vegas Golden Knights are going to be triumphant in the series we're going to be talking about line four we're going to ta- be talking about what Carrier did and Nick Wah and Keegan Colasar Stone Stevenson they should do what, what they're going to do and they're going to be just fine and Howden or whoever they match up on that line I know they've been shoveling people around a little bit It's going to be just fine. Our line three is going to do it. So if line three can cancel out, you know, their line two, our line four does what they've been doing for the last couple of rounds. At least a lot of fun.
1: At the very least, TNT will know who's playing on the bottom six in this series. Uh, Florida's defense at times, uh, Chris, not good. Uh, During the course of the regular season, ranked 21st, uh, where they gave up 3.32 goals per game. They allowed 32 shots, 31.7 shots per game, and that put them in the bottom third. So VGK will definitely have opportunities, to your point, something that you mentioned on the show yesterday. They'll have a lot of opportunities to score goals. It's whether or not the goaltender, Bobrovsky can stand up.
0: Bobrovsky has faced an average of 36 36- shots per game in the stanley cup playoffs bgk is not scared to shoot but bgk also knows other than jack
1: eichel sad times okay fair
0: enough fair enough fair enough from that
1: left circle man let it fly brother
0: yeah i'm with you there's a couple times like and you saw when he finally did on that power play he he banged off the the post post. (laughs) so (laughs) you know that's i mean listen i'm glad he saved his goals for the final hopefully but um, back to where I was going with this, um, 36 shots per game is what Babrowski faces. You go back to the money puck stats about his expen- expected goals against goals saved above expected are way, o- way above anyone else in the playoffs right now on a percentage base here. So the point is that, yes, babrowski has been playing absolutely remarkable, but there's going to be opportunities. We talked about this earlier. Again, another weakness. Can he do this for four, five, six or seven more games as far as saving all these shots? He, he shouldn't be. Maybe he definitely is capable of it. But he, he also might have crested a little bit, too. And maybe this is where the layoff might slow the momentum down. If you ask anyone on the Panthers, they probably would have wanted to have one day off, maybe two days off and get going. BGK probably wish the game started probably tomorrow night as well.
1: And uh some other things, just another couple of notes here. I was looking at stats uh for Aaron Eckblad. He was minus minus fourteen during the season, but he's plus eight in the playoffs. And uh again, they are going to have to rely on some of these unsung heroes, uh, if well either team, I guess, if they're going to prevail. And then uh we could get into this more after the uh the following break here. Uh, but VGK. Five on five in the playoffs. Have you seen the stats? 48 to 23.
0: I did see that actually.
1: 48 to 23. Coming up next, we will continue with our SWOT analysis and we will take a look at opportunities and threats. It's all ahead right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. We are back on Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. We appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day. Of course, coming up. Friday show, WTF, What the Friday. And uh they're not actually hashtagging WTF. I got an early again, one. I
0: got I got but, cleaned up today. Should, am I supposed to do this during the playoffs? It's a little
1: high and tight. Yeah. A little high and am tight. Am I supposed to and do this? I, shouldn't I, have the, I should not have the playoff beard. Um uh, and, and folks today were also asking me on Twitter if I was going to be attending the victory parade. Uh Will the city of Las Vegas still throw, try to have a parade like they did in 2018 if EGK loses? I hope that, that doesn't get I hope that doesn't get out. That was yeah, stupid. Idea idea that was okay, dumb. Let's get back into things here. Um, opportunities for both teams. I think the biggest opportunity, the team that wins captures their first Stanley Cup.
0: Yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of cool coaches, by itself. Yeah. And the
1: head coaches <laughs> will each have one. Their first Stanley Cup. Maurice failed uh, back in 2002 uh, with the Canes slash Whalers. And 2019 was when Cassidy uh, lost to St. Louis. And there was a good story as well today about Jack Eichel was in the crowd for game seven uh, because Ryan O'Reilly and him uh, were good friends and former teammates, I guess, at uh, one point, right? And uh, so he was in the crowd. He said, wow, that was a cool thing and be great to win a Stanley Cup. (laughs) Everyone was so excited and it was just such a great scene. But in any event, uh, I think those are uh, the two uh, biggest opportunities. And Florida could become the first number 16 seed to win the Cup, too. Man.
0: I think their record was actually even lower than that. I think they were like like 18th overall, but 16 in the playoffs. Yes, I get all that. Um, I'm trying to look up what how the games went here. As far as was it a five game series, it looks like. Yeah, it's like okay, so it looks like Carolina won one game. So Paul Maurice has one Stanley Cup finals game victory versus Cassidy, who I guess has three, right? So, I mean that that could play a part. That could certainly be uh, you know, a threat, I guess, to the, the Florida Panthers.
1: Yeah. And then uh, we take a look.
0: For, That's all I got there, bro.
1: No, an opportunity <laughs> for VGK is to play fast. I think that that is uh, probably, again, speed through the neutral zone. That is going to be a major key. If, and does VGK have a little advantage there?
0: Yeah. So I think if Florida is going to have an aggressive four check, I'm OK with that. I mean, yes, you know, we saw some turnovers and stuff like that, but that is a riskier. It depends on how aggressive they get. Right. If we're talking like a full court press, Give it maybe a little bit of time. BGK will tear that apart and get speed through the neutral zone. If they, you know, maybe kind of start the pressure just inside the blue line, trying to slow, slow down the speed across the neutral zone, that's a little tougher for Vegas to deal with. And I think you'll see, you know, it changing throughout the game. You know, the Florida will do a couple shifts where they do a full court press, then they'll back off a little bit. And try and make VGK guess what they're gonna do. So that could be, you know, a threat as much as it could be an opportunity for the Golden Knights. Um, we've seen the Golden Knights struggle with teams going through the neutral zone when they do muddy that area up, and then they have to have that willingness to get the puck deep and battle. And you know, Cassidy's been saying this since uh, I think probably sometime in the preseason. Win your races, win your battles. If you do those two things, you know, you're gonna do set yourself up. I mean, it's, it's all about just doing the same thing. I tell my kid. And now that the silver state young guns, 10 year, 10, 10 U team at lifeguard arena, you know, it's not about doing the big things. If you do enough of the little things, good things will happen. Opportunities will come. Then it's about which coach can motivate their team to do that at a near hundred percent pace on the ice, because (laughs) one slip could do it. One slip could, you saw with Zach Whitecloud when he coughed, coughed one up in Dallas the other night, how fast, That could cause a turnover against Dallas.
1: Was White Cloud something like a plus ten in the playoffs? I thought I saw something number like that. Uh, I'll tell you exactly. So we had opportunities. Plus Uh, eleven, Tony. Plus eleven. Plus eleven, and he was plus twenty-two in the the injury year. Remember
0: that? That was a big thing that I kept talking about. Plus with all the injuries. Plus twenty-two.
1: There's an unsung hero for you for VGK. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Yeah, because it was the that was up until the fifth goal, and of course they don't update stats on. ESPN, we don't have to worry about that anymore. Uh, some of the threats, <laughs> some of the threats would probably have to include uh, the slot play of Florida or Barofsky If he gets in a zone, Chucky Kachuk. uh That's the first time we really over. mentioned,
0: because I think it's the second time we mentioned Kachuk in this show. We, I think we bus missed the and vote on ten. That
1: one. Remember he said bus and 10 uh, <laughs> physicality, I think. And then uh, also another threat might be uh, rats on the ice. If uh, Florida wins. That goes back, by the way, to 1996. Mm-hmm. Scott Mellenby, right? Uh, the year of the rat, where he killed a rat in the locker room with his hockey stick, with his twig, and then fans Hopefully started throwing. Twig. Yeah, fans started throwing rats onto the ice, and that was the year of the rat in '96. That was it's wonderful.
0: Fun. That's fun. Uh,
1: any uh, thoughts on threats here before we get out of the way here?
0: I mean, I, I think Matt, if we're talking from the Florida side that's a threat to VGK, Matt Kachuk definitely. I mean, we talked about him a little bit on yesterday's show. Matt Kachuk's stat line heading in. Uh another hundred goal- point score. Yeah, too. another hundred points. He's got twenty-one points in sixteen games, Tony. And he's got nine goals. I can count at least three huge goals just in the last series by itself. I mean, hopefully they don't do a walk-off in Vegas when if they win a game in overtime and just, you know get out of town. Although hopefully he knows that they go out on the bench side. He doesn't try to go out in one of the corners cause they don't have all of carpet. And it, his it, skates will they, get dull. but
1: I got to ask you this question. Are the Florida Panthers too reliant on Matthew Kachuk, whereas VGK and it's four lines. And you mentioned all those stats earlier um, that they have more depth again, going into this series,
0: one, two, three, four, five players in double digit points for the Florida Panthers versus one, two, three, four, five, six, seven for the Vegas Golden Knights. But then you look at amount of players with five and more points. That's an additional one, two, three, four, like another seven players where that's like another nine players for the Golden Knights. So Golden Knight. I mean, this isn't like the like the Oilers where it's the Matt Kachuk and what Aaron Ekblad or who else is going to have all their points um, for Hagee, right? It's not going to for be, Hage. and Barkov, it's not going to be like Edmonton, Dreisaitl, and McDavid, but it's going to be a little bit similar in the sense that they have a lot more top ends, top end scoring. So, you know, this is where William Carlson might not be the unsung, but the hero. If he can slow down, you know, he's going to be out there and a chuck a ton. He's the number one threat. Right. This is a you know, this is a Cassidy taking a page out of the Belichick book. Right. Take eliminate the team's biggest threats and then make them beat you with the rest with their other talents. It didn't, it worked against Edmonton just fine. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: let's uh, see if, uh, you know, do your job, right? Tony, do your job.
1: If you can't beat them, slash them. That's going to be the uh, the theme.
0: That's Alex Petrangelo's shirt, by the way. That's, that's
1: his shirt. Coming up on tomorrow's show. <laughs> so I know it's pretty Perfect bad. way to end it. Coming up on tomorrow's show, it's WTF, or on Friday's show, I should say. WTF with the Friday. Line up your, uh, again, your comments, anything Everything's fair game. We appreciate it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, of course, we'd like to thank our everydayers, those that make this show their first listen each and every day. Get on board, and we appreciate, again, all your comments, all your listens, all your downloads, and all your subscriptions. For my man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Credasco from Las Vegas. We'll see you again tomorrow right here on Lockdown Golden Knights.